Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Welcome to Stuff Mom Never Told You from HowStuffWorks.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is Molly. And I'm Kristen. And Kristen, I was thinking about uh, an age-old stereotype about women recently, okay. which is that women are more in touch with their feelings. I think we get this from women's magazines. We make it even just from our moms when we're told, you know, he just kicked you because he liked you. You know, we get this message that boys aren't in touch with their feelings. Girls are. That's why we, you know, when we have fights with each other, we just don't get over them well. Right. Um we might be more, women might be more prone to, you know, just really express times when they're feeling really good, but also when we're feeling pretty low. Yeah. We call up our girlfriends, you know, talk about breakups and, and traumatic things like that that happen. Whereas guys might not be as, uh, as quick to call up their bros <laughs> and, uh, and chat about how, how, you know, Jane just broke his heart. Right. I mean, we're more apt to lay it out all out on the table, which may be a reason for this statistic, which is that women are twice as likely to suffer from major chronic depression than males. You know, one theory behind this, you know, sort of very big difference is that women are just more likely to seek treatment for depression. It's not that they have depression anymore often, but they just seek treatment for it. Right. Whereas a man might be more, um, socially trained to suppress his feelings and just kind of muddle on through things until until they hopefully get better. But we might be kind of oversimplifying this issue. So right. so let's look a little deeper at what depression is and how it might affect women differently. Um, overall, one in 10 adults, about 19 million of us experience symptoms of major depression every year. It's a big, it's a big number. So, so Molly, what exactly are some of the symptoms, um, that constitute major depression? Well, let me give you some symptoms from the National Institute of Mental Health. They are persistent, sad, anxious, or empty feelings, feelings of hopelessness and or pessimism, irritability, restlessness, anxiety, guilt. You feel worthless. You feel helpless. Uh, you're just not interested in your old activities, your interests. You just are tired, decreased energy. It's not a happy time and it can majorly affect 
uh, your ability just to get through a day. Right. And I think according to um, doctor standards, you you need to show about five of these symptoms for them to, to think that you are majorly depressed. Clinically, you know, diagnosed with major depressive disorder. Right. And the factors behind uh, these types of symptoms could range from genetic, biochemical, psychological, and environmental stressors. There's not one single thing that can cause a person to become depressed. Right. But the reason that women might be more prone to depression is that some of these factors hit women harder uh, than men. And of course, we cannot have this discussion without discussing our favorite thing in the whole world, hormones. hormones. Because for once, these hormones are really, well, not just for once, they always are doing this. They're really kind of messing with our brain here in terms of our likelihood to get depression. Right. Um, if you look back at at Children, okay, boys and girls, until they reach adolescence, have about the same rates of depression. But then once hormones start kicking in around puberty, that's when the levels really start to change. And that's why a lot of researchers are looking at those uh, those major hormonal changes in women's life with puberty, pregnancy, menopause, to, to find out how hormones might be affecting our brains to, to promote depression. Right. I mean, they can look even just at very small times, like between your periods, and they're finding there are huge shifts in how a woman is able to deal with stressors and how that that inability to deal might make them more depressed. Mm-hmm. You know, Kristen, the first time I went to the gynecologist, actually, she told me um, that if I ever felt depressed, it was likely hormones just messing with my brain chemistry. I mean, I wasn't depressed then, but she said, you know, if you ever are, it's a very common thing in women. Mm-hmm. And Molly, in addition to how hormones might be affecting women's brains, it also researchers also indicated that men and women might simply deal with stressful events in a different way. And this goes all the way back to adolescence. Um, studies have shown that the girls are more likely than boys to continue feeling bad after experiencing difficult situations or events. Like we might sort of hold on to things and process traumatic events longer than boys will. Oh, we love our process. Yes. We love to replay everything. And this ability to ruminate just really works against us because we can't let go. And when we have things, social stresses to ruminate about, then that gets even worse. There was a study um, published by the APA, the American Psychological Association, that said that one of the things women are stressing about uh, is that they have less power in society. And that this manifests itself in the fact that we have more housework, mm-hmm. you know, we don't have, um, you know, the strong roles in our jobs that men do. And as a result of all this stress, we're just more depressed. Yeah. And I don't know that that was kind of an older study that was published, I think, in, in 1999. And once again, I think that that might sort of oversimplify it this issue weird. of depression. Yeah, it sounds weird when you say it out loud that just, you know, society can make us more depressed. Right. Like we're being held down. Yeah. By the man. <laughs> Literally, by the man. The not depressed man. <laughs> exactly. Um, so the fact of the matter is, researchers really aren't entirely sure why why women are more prone to depression than men. I mean, it looks like there's a pretty strong link between hormones. There's a different way that we, we think about traumatic events and how stressful events um, can affect us maybe longer than boys. But the good news is, there are things that we can do to treat it. Exactly. That's going back to my good old gynecologist. She very strongly advocated that, you know, a lot of women would really benefit from a mild antidepressant. Mm-hmm. So antidepressants are very commonly diagnosed. They work to um, normalize these brain chemicals that might be getting thrown off by hormones. Basically, the hormones could be 
wreaking havoc on our neurotransmitters. And an antidepressant works to stabilize those. These neurotransmitters are serotonin, um, dopamine. And so you've probably heard a lot of the common names that women might take, Prozac, Celexa, Zoloft, Paxil, Lexapro. Um, these have side effects. We'll probably get into those in a later time, but you know, some women experience decreased sex drive. They can be tired and irritable. It takes a while for them to kick in. You need to take antidepressants for about three to four weeks before you'll notice any difference. But Molly, some people might not be too keen on the idea of taking antidepressants. Um, for instance, I mean, all those, those side effects that, that you just mentioned don't exactly sound like they would make, make anyone less depressed. But, um, if you're not interested in antidepressants, as uh, studies have shown that incorporating 30 minutes of physical activity into your day three to five times a week does improve your mood and reduce anxiety because that's a natural way to, to boost those serotonin levels that we were talking about. And there are also popular herbal remedies. Well, I shouldn't say remedies, herbal alternatives such as St. John's wort, that has um, shown to be somewhat effective with mild depression. Right. And there are other um, non-medical things you can do, just having sort of a realistic mindset about it, knowing that depression, if you are depressed, is not going to end in a day. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it helps to break large tasks that seem insurmountable into very small tasks and just, you know, go through it one piece at a time. Um, spend time with people who make you feel good about yourself. Right. And Molly, I think a good thing to keep in mind uh, is this issue that you brought up about whether or not women kind of ruminate over problems too much. I mean, there might be something to the fact that we might just need to like put a problem down at some point, realize that maybe we can't solve it immediately, but we have to move on, keep functioning. And, and that could help maybe with some of these these symptoms as well. Right. And I think, uh, you know, an important thing, the National Institute of Mental Health provides some tips for people who have friends um, who are really depressed. And they say, you know, you need to listen to them talk about this problem they're ruminating on. But then you kind of, if they need it, provide a reality check. You know, if you're so focused on this negative, take the time to point out to a depressed friend that, you know, you've got this, this and this going for you. And does it really matter if, you know, that, that and that is, is, you know, out of whack? Right. Um, that reminds me of one of these studies comparing depression in adolescent girls and boys, and it found that more than 70% of depressed girls experienced a difficult or stressful life event prior to a depressive episode as compared to only 14% of boys. So talking about something like that that happens and having, having room to share might help. So I guess the takeaway message for me, Kristen, is that, you know, if you are a woman and do feel depressed, know that there might be a reason for it Mm -hmm. and that it's just not something you have to live with. Like we said, find a friend, talk it out, figure out what you're not letting go of, not to be too, you know, new agey therapy about it. But there are reasons why we might be more depressed and it helps to look at the reasons as opposed to just wallowing in sadness. Right. And looking at those symptoms, if you are exhibiting five or more, it might be. Might be time to go to the doctor. Yeah. Don't be held down by your hormones. Exactly. So if you want to learn more about hormones, depression, and everything in between, um, you can check out How Depression Works on HowStuffWorks.com. And if you want to send me and Molly a question or a comment, feel free to send us an email at MomStuff at HowStuffWorks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. 
Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 